Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Episode 231 of the podcast, UFC episode 252, at least pay-per-view style, live play-by-play commentary. Mike, you ready? I'm ready. I don't know if I am. John Dodson versus Marab. Uh, you mentioned that he wasn't silent. What the hell is his last name? Dalashvili. Dalashvili, and we are underway. Do you have any idea how to commentate a UFC fight? No, but you just try and imitate the, the pros. I always, or we just talked about it, I knew it was funny that this fight was originally the fourth fight on the card, and then they bumped up the Pineda yeah. and Burns fight from the prelims all the way up to the fourth. I thought this was a slap in the face to both guys. We'll see what happens here. Marab seemed fired up, and uh, Dotson didn't really seem that fired up at all. Marab was just screaming and yelling at his trainer while he was taking off his stuff, and uh, Dotson was just kind of like, let's get this over with. Yeah, man. but that should be interesting to see if they carry that style into the fight. Uh, if Marab kind of fights that way, if he, you know, is going to be continually pressing and uh, gets a little overly aggressive, Dotson seems very composed and relaxed right now. Um, Marab looks like an animal. He does, and he's got it's a like great. Like he did some blow before he actually went out there. He's got a great pace. I mean, I know he's going to start looking for some takedowns eventually, and he could do it all day. Um, so I definitely think he's going to keep the pace going forward. Uh, let's see if, you know, Dotson can make him respect his striking. Uh, no really significant uh, interactions yet. Uh, they're kind of just... A uh, three-round fight. I mean, we didn't really dive too much into this matchup when we were doing the preview the other day, but what's next for whoever wins this fight? I mean, given that it's a number 12 rank and a number 15 rank, this is just kind of more of, again, kind of... What's next after this? Nothing huge, but I guess it's just more of climbing that ladder. Yeah, so, so for, for Dodson, it's basically climbing back up that ladder, you know what I mean? I mean, he's been there before, but this win, obviously, uh, Marab is viewed as, you know, an up, up-and-coming star. So this this win for Dodson would definitely be, a uh, uh, you know, any win is a good step in the right direction, but uh, it'll help him climb that ladder back. But a win over Dodson for Marab, you know, proves he's the real deal. And definitely a dark horse in the division and someone that's maybe one day going to come for that championship. Right, and they mentioned half of his wins. He's 22-11 and 11 coming into this fight. 11 of those wins by knockout, but it looks like Marab coming in with the knee strikes. And again, Marab just looks so intense compared to John Dotson. And Dotson getting a lot of support. We just saw the tweet come up on the screen from Cowboy Donald Cerrone. Uh, Chris Weidman in favor of Marab. Chris Weidman, we've seen him get his ass kicked a few yeah. times on pay-per-view. 
Except he uh, he just got a nice win the other night on a fight night and uh, yeah. is now calling calling out some top top contenders. And hey, small victories. In my opinion, I think he should fight Derek Brunson next. I think it's a perfect matchup for him. That, that would probably be another fight fight night, night and I event. think main event. One hundred percent. One thousand percent. But I think the the fight that got that caught my attention for Chris Weidman was that fight against Yul Romero oh, at two oh that destroyed him. Well, that was, his, was that, that Madison Square Garden? Yeah, that was his comeback fight after losing the belt. I never realized that, but that was actually his comeback fight after losing the belt, and that that just put him down even lower. Was that on the main card of UFC two oh five? Yes, it was. I because that had to be the fourth or fifth fight on that card. I remember first ever show in New York yeah, City. That was they one of the that was one it. of the earlier. Uh, yeah, it was. They, you Second had, fight. You had yeah. uh, Raquel Pennington versus Misha Tate. That card was so stacked, and, and I didn't Misha even Tate's realize last it. Fight, I think. Um, Yo Romero, and then Chris Weidman breaking his neck in half. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyron Woodley and Wonder Boy, and then McGregor Alvarez, and then you had uh, Joanna What's Her Face versus Carolina What's Her Face. That was like yeah. the top women's fight, fight at, at the, the time. time. Yeah, that was before Amanda Nunez showed yeah. up, and Ronda Rousey came back. Rousey only came back for that one fight after losing to Holly Holm, right? Yeah, and that was it. Nunez, yeah. that and was then it. that's kind of when Nunez kind of blew up. Because that belt after after uh, Ronda Rousey uh, lost kind of bounced around, and they weren't sure if you know Amanda Nunez was going to be legitimate. And then obviously, once she beat Ronda, everyone knew, you know, all right, she's the real deal. Gotcha. Marab, and the, the ratio here when it comes to strikes in the first round between Dotson and Marab. Marab, 33 strikes. Johnny only has three. Yeah, and Marab dominated that clinch uh, and, and got a lot of control time. Uh, he's moving around nice. It looks like they're just feeling each other out at this yeah, point. Yeah, even nothing, that, that whole nothing round. Nothing big thus far. That whole round almost seemed like they were feeling each other out, but we'll you know, let's see if something goes on Dana in White last on 10 his, seconds. on his computer outside the ring at his own little table. Nothing. There's only got to be like four or five media yeah. personnel there at the time. As yeah. the first round ends. We'll see, you know, if they start to uh, let their hands go a little bit more in the second round. I, I have a feeling Marab's going to want to take it down, try to take Dodson down early in the next round, and then wherever it goes afterwards, if it gets back to the feet, then he'll maybe try and get another takedown right at the very end. Yeah. Doesn't even look like either of them were scratched up. Nobody's sitting down. No, they, they look like they're... Didn't use too too much energy in that uh, that round, and for Dodson that's probably good because you know that Marab's going to be able to do it all day, and he's going to try and go to the ground and make wear you down. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think yeah. Marab won that round. Just because on Fanduel. Uh, no, this is on uh, verdict? verdict. Yeah, your little shout out for MMA. What is it? MMA verdict? No, it's just uh, maybe verdict MMA. Hold on, let me look on Instagram. Shameless MMA. Okay. Yeah, it's verdict.mma. Shout out to them. But no betting. But now they're actually, you know, I wanted to say this to you the other day. When you go to click and you go to, or hold on. Uh, they normally have like uh, my bookie on there and they partnered with them. Another shameless plug. Yeah. They partnered with them. Yeah, normally it's up. Sometimes they have ads on there, but. You're looking to bet a lot to win a little, or a little to win a lot, I should say. <laughs> Try a parlay from my bookie. Yeah, there's literally only like four or five media personnel there. I think I saw one of those barstool guys, Robbie Fox, said that he was one of four people that actually got credentials, given the circumstances, yeah. obviously. And they're where in 
Vegas? I believe so. That's where the Apex is? Yeah, well, that's yeah, what it's called? Yeah, yeah, that's where the Apex is. Um, sorry, I wasn't really paying. I was, <laughs> I was looking at the fight. Um, yeah, the Apex is in Las Vegas. I'm not sure how far it is from T-Mobile. T-Mobile's literally right outside the Strip. So I'm sure they're not far. Because I feel like a lot of fighters normally would train there and then go right to T-Mobile. You know, the week, the, during fight week, they might train at the Apex. Because they have all training facilities. That's insane. Marab just carrying Dotson. That was dangerous. But they're starting to let Yeah, dude, let Johnny open dodged a, a major bullet right there. Starting to let their hands go. Marab's looking for uh, clinch and takedown. Ooh. Ooh, he landed there. Marab with the right hand. See, now he's going to that clinch. See, that what, that's what happens with a grappler, a strong grappler. Maybe even if they have the, the they're not, they're at a disadvantage with the striking, but their striking will just become equal because they're, the other guy's worried about the ground game. So if, you know, right now he's in the clinch, but he could come off and then land a bunch of strikes and end up getting him into a difficult situation. But then he could just go right back into the clinch or right back to go for a takedown, which makes it hard. But right now he's 11 of 11, so I guess they're not taking any of those takedowns that I thought were takedowns. They count them. I mean, that one that's, count. That, I guess he's getting up fast, so I mean, I don't know. I think, I think he's had about three or four of those, but if they're not counting them as takedowns, at least the UFC right now is, and I mean... I would think the judges would at least count some of them as them, you know? I mean, because if, if they're not, then that's definitely... That last one was a basic takedown. I yeah. could see how they couldn't score, or they wouldn't score those first two because they weren't necessarily, yeah. like... I mean, Dodson is getting right back up, so I get it, but... I mean, he's still controlling the pressure. I can't tell if John Dodson is, like, he has him where he wants him or if he's about to just get TKO'd in the next 15 seconds. The way the last minute and 15 seconds have gone. I think Dodson's trying to counter, but Marab's just staying outside a little bit too much. He's popping in to hit him, and then when he wants to, he, he goes for that clinch and takedown. But, you know, Dodson's doing a good job of getting back up and getting back up fast. So, see, he, he, he starts to go and let, let go of his hands, and... Yeah, he gets the late takedown. See, it's tough. I, I think it's close. And the way I would score these rounds, by who's controlling the um, who's controlling you know the pace in the octagon right now, I feel like Marab's controlling that. He's controlling the clinch time. I'd say they're about. I, I'd like to see them throw up the strikes and maybe the significant strikes landed. Well, I think you predicted it very well. We saw in the first round they were kind of just feeling each other out. Nothing yeah. really. No real big blows in the first round, but that second round, you definitely were right on the fact that we were going to see a lot more chances taken by both fighters, which is exactly what we saw. I, I thought John Dotson had his work cut out for him because it looked like a few times Marab had him right where he wants, right there. Yeah. Uh, I think he nice got lucky. Back he has an opportunity right here in the third round to at least try and prove that he could yeah. pick up a fight because I think he has a lot more to lose in this situation given that he's the veteran fighter compared to Marab, who has a lot more to prove. Yeah, and I think Marab, for the future, too, has, is going to continue to improve. You know what I mean? He's fighting a good fight with John Dodson right now. See, look how fired up he is. You could probably <laughs> yeah, but he got Dodson to start yelling, so who knows? Let's see. He's pumped up now, though. That could have taken, you know, sometimes that takes energy out of a guy screaming. 
We'll see. Like uh, Bill Goldberg slamming his head on the dressing room door before he comes out. He's already bleeding. Is he still around? Yeah, he fought um, at WrestleMania. And against who? So he, they brought him back. They wanted Again? to do, they wanted to do Roman Reigns versus Goldberg at WrestleMania. Wait, didn't they already do that, though? No, they couldn't do it because of COVID, but... Uh. They brought him back to face Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, who was, like, undefeated. Okay. And he squashed the Fiend in, like, three minutes. Well, See, this won is the that, Universal that's... Championship. And then they had Roman versus Goldberg set up for WrestleMania, and then COVID hit because Roman had cancer. Oh, yeah. His immune system just isn't they, as they strong. Yeah. So he So Roman pulled himself out, and he still hasn't been back in the last eight months. That makes sense, though. I mean, you so can't So they did Goldberg versus Braun Strowman instead. And then that Braun probably... Strowman beat him. Oh, wow. So they just brought... It's like bringing a guy back for no reason. It's like Batista. Right. It's like, why are you going to bring a guy back and then have him lose? <laughs> Against the opponent that they didn't even want him to face. To yeah, begin exactly. So it was just a total mess. Oh, nice right hand by Marab. Again, John Dotson does not look as fired up right now not, than well, Marab. And he's not hitting any significant strikes. See, now I feel like... You know, I can't tell how his cardio is right now, but Marab's definitely starting to wear on him a little bit. I mean, again, right hand now right into the clinch, and Marab's looking for a takedown. It's got to be tiring. You know, he's fighting all he can to stay up, and Marab's leaning on him. Now, Marab's got him in the air. See, this is interesting. See, that's another vintage takedown. And now Dodson gets right back up. But now, if they're not take, counting that as a takedown, then... Yeah, that comment from Joe Rogan, did you hear that? Said he's, John Dodson's one of the toughest guys to take down. Yeah. I feel like they're, they didn't even count that last one. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking that what Marab is doing is definitely hard. Just getting him down to the ground is probably even harder than most guys could even get to. You know what I mean? Um, and then never mind keeping him there, you know? So... But I definitely say these takedown attempts are definitely messing with Dodson's striking. Because you could see it. Marab, this round, I think more than any, is actually landing some pretty significant strikes. And then he goes, there, right hand. Then he's, then he looks for clinch. He's getting him backed up to the cage. He's backing him up to the cage. He throws a strike and then goes in. And then he could fake going in and then continue to strike. He still has the stamina. Yeah, he, he. I mean, I've only heard. I I haven't seen Marab fight before, but apparently, his cardio is unbelievable. Look how jumpy he is too. I know he's moving around, but I think that thro- as, he's got to be careful. I think it throws. It could even throw the other, you know, his opponent off. He's switching up. He's switching his hands up. Switching. Oh, nice right hand by Marab. He was confused after that one. Yeah. It's like, did you stop it? Yeah, yeah. But see, now a lot of these takedowns. That we I I find to be a takedown, and that uh, that you know maybe you do too. Like, do the judges? I mean, that's a, a, you know essentially that all that matters. Not the UFC, not you know Joe Rogan or Where any are of the, the commentators. Judges, by the way? They're they're I think the same distance as the commentators. They're just like at I a different can see area. the media. I think the media is farther than. Than the judges or the commentators. Got about 35 seconds left in round three. I, I think Marab's got this one in the bag unless John Dotson pulls out okay, something oh. out of his hat. Yeah, I mean, right now he's going to continue to ride this clinch for the last 25 seconds. You know, and then that goes in, you know, for clinch time. Now we see it. He's got three minutes of clinch control for Dalashvili. 
Yeah, we got about three seconds left. John Dotson, he just, from the get-go, from his entrance, Mikey, I didn't see anything from John and, Dotson and to say look, that he was fired Marab up this screaming, look at him. <laughs> yeah. And look at John Dotson, throwing his hands up in the I feel like a lot of fighters do that, but at the same time, he yeah. knows he didn't win. I think when you fight Marab your could go another five rounds if he wanted to. Yeah. I think when you fight your heart out, though, um, look at that. Even just, it might not be the cleanest striking by Marab, but he's... He's landing volume, you know what I mean? At least from what we see in these highlights. He utilized, he, he yeah. had the leg strikes. You see that strike to the face. He might not right have been landing kisser. crazy amount of combos, but he's landing some pretty significant strikes. I think that was a pretty good fight, though, to start off the main card. Oh, yeah. This is definitely a unanimous decision. I agree. Eyes. I agree. I agree. I think, and if I'm being honest, I think as each round went, Marab got stronger and stronger. Yeah. I think First round, again, they up. were kind of feeling each other out. Second round, Marab had him. I feel like John Dotson got away with one, and then the third round, he just pummeled him. I he agree. He put the nail in the coffin for sure. But as I was saying before, like, you know, when Dotson raised his hands, then when he thought maybe he won, I think when you fight your heart out, even if you probably lost and you might even know it, you just fought as hard as you could that you think maybe, you know? It's like that Silva fight at 208 when we went. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but unanimous you said decision, it, unanimous decision by Marab. So John fight, Dotson though. falls to what twenty-two and twelve now. Marab picks up. Which one? Again, he's more of a young and up-and-comer. Marab yes. is. Yeah. So this is his fifth. Just spread fifth the coronavirus. Win. This now, is boys. his fifth win in a row, I believe. Um, so we're taking a look at the fight statistics. Marab John Dotson, twenty-four distance strikes compared to Marab seventeen. But look at those clinch strikes. Yeah. Look at the difference. In clinch strikes. 39 to 39 4, to I mean. Four. So they counted two takedowns for Marab. That's interesting. 20 takedown attempts for Marab. He was yeah. aggressive from the get-go. Yeah. Again, that first round, not so much, but rounds two and three, he was aggressive. That's interesting. That's Marab's... So he's got five. Why is it four with an asterisk? Active winning streaks. So he has five overall, but he's won four in a row. Yeah, so when Marab came to the UFC... He lost his first two, and then now I guess this is his fifth win. Yeah. Um, so he's on a tear, but, you know, he was ranked 15. And, um, you know, I think you throw him nothing less than a top 10 fighter next. Probably someone from top 10 to t top 5. I'd have to take a look at the rankings, which I might as well go do now. Yeah, he's going to climb um, the ranks before we get to Pineda Burns. Again, that fight was supposed to be on the prelims, moved to the fourth fight on the main card. Again, John Dotson, just looking at the replays here, didn't was, he just was not ready for Marab in this fight. Let's take a listen to Rogan here. In my opinion, the biggest test of your professional career so far. Thank you so much, Joe. Yes, that was the biggest test in my life, in my fighting career. But I, it was easy. I'm not even tired. So, because I'm showing with best guys. My main inspiration for me is Aljo my Sterling. And then you guys see, Aljo is an animal. No one like Aljo, he's, he's gonna be UFC champion a long time. And he made me like this. Well, clearly it's worked out. Your endurance tonight was spectacular, but your ability to close the distance on John Dodson and get him in a clinch was truly amazing because he's easily one of the fastest guys in the division, if not in the sport, period. Right, yeah, right, but um, like I said, I'm not trying to have, instead of my, thanks my coach, 
Right, by the way, to broadcast that He's not. I mean, the hair is getting in the way, but he's wearing where that headpiece should be on his forehead. On his forehead. <laughs> he's wearing it in front of the hat. That's funny. See, that's very interesting. That's very interesting. And, and I just pulled up the uh, rankings for the bantamweight division, and it's kind of a cluster because you just have Marab beating, uh, and he was ranked number 15, who beat the number 12 in Dodson. So you know he should move above Dodson. Now, you have O'Malley facing Vera. Now, Vera, in his last fight, a lot of people believed he beat Song Yudong, who's rated uh, ranked 13. So you could arguably make the argue that Vera would be ranked 13. Yeah. So if O'Malley beat him, now here's the thing. You got two guys who are, bottom line, O'Malley and Marab are still going to be close together in the rankings. These are two guys who you kind of want to climb. So if I'm the UFC in the matchmaking, am I going to be like, am I going to make this fight right now? Right. Or am I going to make it once maybe they're a little bit developed later on? Or it could be for a contender fight right. or a title fight. You know what I mean? That, I guess it looks on how um, the UFC looks at it. But if I look at it, I mean, as a fan and as rankings go, and, and it's hard to make fights on rankings, but it would make sense. I do think it would make sense, and I think it would be an interesting fight. I mean, you have O'Malley, whose strength, obviously, is the striking, and, and Rob's great on the you know, takedowns and the ground. And obviously, in this fight... He struck with Dodson a good amount. So should be interesting to see. Now, uh, my personal opinion, if O'Malley beats um, Vera, that's I think That's the big thing, too. He's got to win. Uh, that's, yes, big thing. He's got to win. So we know Marab just won his fight, but now O'Malley has to win his. I think he's calling out someone no... You know, bigger, yeah. Someone bigger. Uh, right now, you have Marlon Marias as, at one, Aljamain Sterling at two. Right now, Aljamain Sterling is supposed to get the next shot at Peter Yan. Um, Corey Sanhagen, who ranked number four, but I believe they just announced someone he's supposed to fight. And Cody Garbrandt's going down to flyweight to fight, uh, to fight uh, Figueredo. So the top of the division is a little bit stuck right now. 
Um, and Pedro uh, Munoz is fighting uh, Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar. I remember Frankie his, Edgar, New Jersey make, native. Yep, he's going to make his uh, bantamweight debut soon. So he's got a tight list of guys he could probably fight. Um, right now, a guy like probably Cody Stamen is probably his next. Next. So that's interesting. Bet. If O'Malley were to lose, though, that, that fight is more logical. Yeah, I think so, too. If he lost. I think so, too. Because there aren't two totally different rungs of that supposed um, ladder right now if yeah, he wins. Yeah, and that fight would boost up Vera. I mean, I think Vera's real deal, too. Um, and I think it's a fight that, you know, uh, they're both going to have high potential, you know? It, it could almost be a fight like, for example... Um, Poirier versus McGregor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Both two go- great guys who fought earlier in their careers, and now look where they are. You know what I mean? So you never know where a fight early in two guys' careers could end up getting them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we'll see. You know, we're going to have to see where uh, O'Malley is after this fight. And I can't, that's, that's the next fight after Burns Pineda, right? Or is that the second to last? Second to last. So, wow, they got the co-main event. They got the co-main event. Cormier Miocic. Sean O'Malley going places. We'll be right back after this quick word from TickPick. But next it is Burns. Pineda originally on the prelims bumped up to the fourth fight on the main card. We got Pineda and Burns after this quick word from our handy-dandy sponsor over at TickPick.com. I'm so bummed. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow. Now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's only gonna break up with you. He's definitely gonna break up with me. Should've used TickPick. Wait, what'd you say? TickPick. Look. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, TickPick. I thought you said... TickPick. No hidden fees. Download today. Well, we can't win them all, Mikey. Pineda, big win over Burns. Wasn't even that close. Pineda really came out of the gates firing in the first round. Second round, it looked like Burns was coming out of the gates firing. Turned around on him. And uh, basically, what do you call this? Uh, it's crucifix. A crucifix. He basically had to take this beating. Yeah, I mean. He, he had no choice. I guess the only thing he could have done was try and slip out that left arm out of the legs and then push off. But it's hard. I mean, he's got his legs, you know, tied around his arm. Um it's tough. It, that's tough right there. And you know what? Uh, Pineda being the underdog, big upset. And uh, Burns being the brother of Gilbert Burns, who's looking to get a title fight next against uh, uh, Kamaru Usman. You know, you have high expectations of him. And um, big upset win for Pineda. This definitely hurts Burns. This is what, his third loss? For sure, yeah. It's now 11-3. Sure. and three. Yeah, this, this will definitely set him back. I mean... Uh, he didn't even look good remotely in this fight. No, that beginning of the second round, I thought he was gonna start to take control. Maybe you know he had a bad first round. I thought, okay, he's gonna now come back. He got the takedown. He was looking like he was controlling the clinch, looking for a decision, a uh, 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 submission. I thought, I was like, oh my god, I called it, and no, you know. But um, I'm surprised it took him that win. long to call it in that crucifix. Because he was in there for a long, long time. And that's why I was kind of thinking, is he just going to let him go to the second round? But he was stuck. He was stuck. And he had, what, like 20 seconds left on the clock? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he let him go for an extra, you know, 15, 20 seconds probably even, you know? So I thought maybe he was just going to let the time go and see if he could have kept going. But look at 
Look at Penny in his eye. Like, could he even continue it if he went to the next round? He can't probably see out of the left eye. And that was literally 20 seconds into the first round. Exactly. They came out of the gate storming. Nothing like the Dotson fight. Not at all. This fight made the Dotson fight look childish. For sure. For sure. Look at his eye. It's completely swollen. I don't even think he'd be able to look out of it. If you covered his right eye and asked him how many fingers he's it's holding like a up, mushroom, man. I don't think he could probably no, tell you. It's glued shut. So what have you been able, able to continue? But he was winning the striking. He was firing on all cylinders. He he beat Burns all over. You know, he, he got it. And I said this to you in the first round. Uh, when he, when Burns was on the bottom and he wasn't able to escape or get a submission, you know, in, I was kind of like, I don't, you know, is he going to be able to at all now? Because think about it. If he's supposed to be the better guy on the ground and he's getting dominated on the ground, I don't know. It, I think it's tough from there, you know. And obviously Pineda showed us. He, you know, he's the real deal, and now he's going to continue to climb. And that's, he's now 27 and 13 overall in 40 fights. If Burns had won this fight, where would he have been lined up? Because, again, I feel like this, this is a bigger loss for Burns more than it's a bigger win for Pineda. Exactly. I mean, but, you know, as Pineda, I guess you got to just go back to the drawing board and take a similar fight to what you just had. Right. And how long ago did he fight? Because Joe Rogan just welcomed him back to the UFC. This might be his debut. I'm not 100% sure. He said, did he say welcome back? He said welcome back? back to the UFC. So he might have been, uh, he must not have fought in a while. Yeah, he can't even see Joe Rogan in this interview. Look at his eye. No, yeah. And it's cut, too. It's not only swollen, it's cut. So right out of the gate, what was your expectation in this fight? Given that Burns just got his ass kicked within the first 20 seconds. He landed one key shot that glued so his eyes shut. After the first round or what I thought? During how the, the first round. Obviously, they were exchanging some pretty big shots. I knew that it, the fight was going to go to the ground. I, I, I thought that Burns was going to take him down, not Pineda to take Burns down. And then once Burns kind of held him there, and, and uh, or, or Pineda kind of held Burns there, rather, and Burns wasn't able to do anything, I was thinking, all right, well, Burns is in trouble. Um, and then obviously the second round's a fresh round. You start on the feet. So then Burns started to look good and take him down, but Pineda just switched it around and uh, got in that crucifix and <laughs> gave Burns a real big problem. And again, in that, that, that shot to the eye happened within the first 20, 25 seconds of knee. round number one from, from the, the knee, knee yeah. from the knee shot from Burns. And then it was all Pineda from there in the first round. And then right out of the get go in round number two, it was all about Burns. Really, yeah, marking his territory. And again, if he stayed on him, if Pineda wasn't able to reverse that, yeah, we, this could be a totally I mean, different interview Burns right now. Was, yeah, exactly. Burns was going for submissions though; like he was trying to be active. He was looking for for the rear naked choke, and uh, Pineda, you know, spinned out of it and ended up on top. Yeah. So it's a little surprising because you know I, I believe Burns is a black belt, and you would think yeah. he wouldn't let that happen. Um, but that, then again, that shows you that Pineda is the real deal, you know, and, and uh, he's got skills as well, and, you know, he was the better man tonight. So, interesting outcome. Oh, the, I forgot about this fight. That's going to be interesting. Junior Dos Santos back after this quick word from my bookie. It's an exciting time of the year for UFC. Without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on the action, and we have the best place for you to go. My bookie, for the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, 
try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this weekend, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra grand in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code capital BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that promo code is capital BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid, my bookie. Okay, Mike. Rosenstrike just beat the crap out of Junior Dos Santos. I'm not really that sure what happened in round number one. It looked like they were feeling each other out, but in round number two, Rosenstrike coming out of the gate hot with strikes to the head. Junior Dos Santos just did not look like Junior Dos Santos in round number two. Number one, uh, round number one, like you were saying, complete feel out uh, by both fighters. I do think Rosenstrike did win that round because he had a couple bursts of uh, some combinations. But, and I, I think round number two, actually, Junior Dos Santos was winning um, until he just got caught. And that's the problem with the heavyweight division. It only takes one punch to, to put you down, and then once you're down and, and you just get a barrage of punches on you, it's tough to come back from I that. think the DC Stipe fights, one and two, have been like a prime example of that statement right there. Exactly. That anything can happen um, at the heavyweight level. Exactly. You, you never know. Uh, a punch with that amount of force and power, it could just put the lights out on someone. And that, that, that was the problem with a lot of uh, people picking this fight. It could have went either way with that, you know? If you picked Rosenstrike, right? I, no, I picked uh, JDS. Just I because picked Rosenstrike. Just because I of, went with uh, the percentages. I think 71% yeah. of the people in the pickums that we had in our group picked uh, Rosenstrike. And, and I had a hard time picking this fight because, for example, anything could happen. Um, I, did per- I actually predicted JDS to win in this round. So, for example, I mean, whoever hits each other, who, whoever connects clean first is really going to win. You know what I mean? And um, JDS has had such uh, experience. But you know what? At the same time, with that experience, he's experienced a lot of uh, wear and tear and um, damage from wars. So, you know, Jersey, and I think I mentioned this to you on the, uh, you know, pre-fight podcast. Jarzinho is, you know, a little more fresh. Right. You know what I mean? Even though he's coming off of a, a knockout from Francis, which kind of concerned me because his lights went out. It's Francis we're talking about. Exactly. Here, and right? it wasn't that long ago. It was only two months. I wasn't sure if he fully recovered or not. If he was awake or not. I or mean, awake Francis. or not. Yeah, I know. So it, w- it was a tough decision. But you know what? I It wouldn't be a fight that I would really bet on. You know what I mean? But at the same time, um, for Rosenstrike, this is a great step in the right direction. You know what I mean? And I almost would say, um, I'd say Overeem should get a rematch with him. Really? Yeah, because... I don't think Overeem is as... Like, I don't think he's ever going to be at his best form ever no. again. But Overeem says he wants one more title before, right. he, before he retires. Um, he's Overeem now is coming off of a win against uh, Walt Harris. And, you know, the other day I was thinking, all right, well, what's Overeem's best best track to and so Alistair Overeem's ranked number seven he just beat Walt Harris now Jarzinho Rosenstrike is ranked number six but he just beat number five in Junior Dos Santos so that rematch makes sense to me you know what I mean Rosenstrike's coming off of a loss with a win and now you make that rematch 
maybe one more win and he could get that title shot. I see it. I definitely see it for sure. I still don't think Overeem is going to be... I don't even think he's going to compete. No scenario do I see him coming out on top. I, I truly believe that. Against Jarzinho Rosenstreich? Yeah. Well, in their, in their last fight that they fought, he won the first three rounds until... You know, it, then maybe he lost the fourth and then got knocked out in the fifth. Maybe kind of played it too safe and ended up getting caught. That's why okay. I think there's an argument there. You know what I mean? I mean, again, I could see. I think Rosenstrike proved tonight how good he can be against a veteran future Hall of Fame MMA type fighter like Junior Dos Santos. Now, would Rosenstrike even want that fight? Probably not. He's going to be like, I just won. And why am I going to fight a guy I just I beat already? Right now, he's probably thinking, okay, I want to fight like a Derek Lewis, a Curtis Blades, and then try and get a title fight after that. Let's see if Joe asks him who's he wants next. He's getting there. He's warming him up. <laughs> Joe Rogan asks the best questions. For he sure. just asks what he wants. There's no agenda. Usually on like ESPN or these fights, they just ask the basic, like, how are you feeling after the fight? Uh, that looked like a great, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. great maneuver. But uh, Joe Rogan asks the questions everybody wants to hear. He asked it to the first two guys, right? I think so. He definitely asked Marab that question. He asked Marab. I don't know if he asked Panetta. But yeah, Rosenstrike over him, it's not... I don't think that's an ideal fight for him. Not I'd for him it, at all. But not it's for not him an at ideal all. fight for him. Not for him at all. And I get it. Like The problem is, is Overeem's fought so many people that it's like, okay, the only way for him to get there would be either to fight Derek Lewis or have a rematch with someone. You know what I mean? That's the only way. Because... Everyone ahead of him, Jarzinho Rosenstrike, he's fought. Curtis Blades, he's fought. Ningano, he's fought. He's not going to fight JDS. JDS just lost. Um, I, who knows what's next for JDS, you know what I mean? So, we'll see. Big Winston, I think that was the most impressive performance tonight. I mean, yes, Pineda did make Burns look like a 12-year-old child, but... I, for where he's at in his career, a big win over Junior Dos Santos. I think that's the most and impressive win. And a win comeback tonight. win, too. Yeah. Like, coming off of a loss, a devastating loss, can be hard to, to do. And I think I agree with you. That's very impressive. What do you think of Sean O'Malley next? Tough fight. I think this is a big fight. Big and tough fight. And I think it's going to be a better fight than people think. I don't think he's going to go out there and knock him out. Um, I don't think that. It's going to be lopsided. I think it's going to be actually a little bit of a war that people don't realize. And I'm excited to watch that. O'Malley, Vera, next after this quick word from TickPick.com. I'm so bummed. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's only going to break up with you. He's definitely going to break up with me. Should have used TickPick. Wait, what'd you say? TickPick. Look. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, tick pick. I thought you said tick pick. No hidden fees. Download today. Mike, your thoughts as you finish your gym beam? Well, I mean, right there, pretty early in round one, um, O'Malley hurting his knee, I, as we think. I mean, it looks like he even rolls his ankle, but I guess we'll hear it in a minute. Um, the first thing I'm thinking is. How valid is that win for Vera? I mean, you're dealing with. I'm interesting. I'm interested to see what his post fight. I mean, look, with he can't put. Right he couldn't put weight on it. He couldn't put weight. Like you see O'Malley in the even during the fight, like he couldn't put weight on it whatsoever. He was hopping around. He's hopping around right now. He he probably tore something, you know. And it's unfortunate. And 
it's a little ironic because O'Malley said this is my third fight within you know a little bit of time, and I, I'm healthy. This During, is his first professional loss. He's now 12 and one. Yeah. Um, you know, like we said, Vera is uh, no joke. You know, this is going to be an intense fight. You know, he and and. It was a pick that wouldn't be surprising. I mean, a lot of people were high on uh, O'Malley, but Vera's obviously the real deal. But to me, I feel like it's a little bit of an asterisk win. There's always, you know... It's 1,000% um, an asterisk yeah. win. I mean, uh, O'Malley got hurt there, you know? And, and you got to think to yourself... <laughs> you got to think to yourself, what could have the fight been? I mean, O'Malley's a guy who's moving around constantly. He couldn't move at all in there. Um, that takes away so much of his game. Uh, a lot of striking comes from your legs, and if you don't have one of your legs, your striking's halfway there. Um, he still was dangerous, I'd say, O'Malley, but not nearly what he could have been. Wasn't kicking. Uh, he was just throwing punches. He couldn't move around. I mean, why did the fight get finished? It's because he fell and he couldn't get back up. Well, I'm interested to see what Marlon Vera has to say to Joe Rogan right now. If he, he comes off as just he's like a on. really cocky... He's moving on. He's calling someone out now. That'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, but I, I wonder I what so. he's going to say about this win, given the circumstances, you know? Like, if yeah. he's going to come off as real cocky and very confident. Well, here's the thing. Now he just... I mean, the last time he fought, he should it should have been a win. Now he just be a ranked guy. He, he's going to continue to climb, and I bet we see them fight again eventually. You know what I mean? It would make sense. First fight, you can make the argument O'Malley got hurt. They should have a rematch. We'll see what now, happens. Was there an existing, like a previous injury for O'Malley there when it came to the knee? No. Because that's immediately what they assumed that it was his knee, and it looked like it was his ankle. Yes. Right? Could have been either way. Let's pause right there. I just want to listen to Joe. And, and let's see what you were saying with Vera. Right now, man, like, as I always say, high None of those things count if you don't put in hard work, dedication. You're, you're the perfect example. I learned that from you when you talk in your podcast and the things you say about push yourself and don't be a bitch and conquer your inner bitch. <laughs> All those fucking things, yo, you make you make you make to the big level to the next step. So, thank you for that. My pleasure, sir. Now, Marlon, you came into this fight an underdog. A lot of people were kind of counting you out. How good does it feel to have proved them wrong now? Calm me down now. Say something now. You know, yo, for real, like, a lot of people have a comment, everybody have an opinion, but guess what? That doesn't matter. I got the immigrant mentality. I'm a tough guy. I train hard, I show up on, on time. I got great people in my corner, as you can see, and this guy's the limit, man. I got three kids I need to feed. I got a house to pay, so I'm a motivated man. I wake up every morning with a mission, and here we are. I'm, I'm willing to lay at every single moment in the fight. Well, that mission was successful tonight. At one point in the fight, something happened, and he was injured. Did you recognize that? Did you recognize that he was limping? And do you know what that moment was? Well, I, when he was throwing kicks to me, well, uh, he landed one calf kick, and after that, they make the adjustments and I check one. So if you're gonna kick with a kicker, make sure you're ready for kick. So you believe maybe that injury came off of a check? You know, the guy kicks a lot, so maybe in the last sparring, whatever he get hurt, you know. My, my foot I hurt in every single fight because I throw a lot of kicks in, in, in the sparring, but when I, I made the adjustment, you know, he have a big right hand, he don't throw numbers, so I was taking the first round as a see what he got, and to be honest, the guy did have a lot of hype, good for him, but he don't have the dog I have inside. I say that in the interviews, and I will repeat it again. The dog I have inside is bigger than all of these guys. Well, that dog bit tonight, sir. Yes, Congratulations. sir. Congratulations. Enjoy Woo. your victory, and uh, this makes it now six.
Am I didn't like the interview from Marlon, but it was a very professional interview from Joe Rogan. Yeah, I, I could have easily went off right there and been like, um, "So, do you think that that was a fluke win because of yeah. such and such?" I think but he didn't target that. Yeah, I think that. Um, I think he slipped, and I think he did something. To, uh, O'Malley slipped and did something to his leg. Um, O'Malley said coming into this fight that it's surprising that you know he's fought three times in such a little in such a little timeline and he's been healthy in the camps he's felt great he's been like he mentioned that i remember seeing and watching that and it's ironic that he got hurt in this fight um after hearing that you know what and and you know what like he said it is surprising you know what you do that much where maybe he should have slowed things down and not fought so consistently you know what i mean maybe you know you do get a little bit of wear but i do think he oh look at dc's fresh beard cut he went a little bit old school. Anyway, back on track. He, um, I think O'Malley slipped and, and hurt his knee or ankle or whatever it is, and I do think that 100% affected that whole And that fight. goes back to the first fight of the evening. So we met Marab and O'Malley kind of, kind of, sort of, sort of match up yeah, in so a way, right? We, we had to say, we, we did say, you know, we got to see if uh, O'Malley gets through Vera first. You know what? That would be a good fight, but you have to see what O'Malley's injuries is. Like, if he tours like an MCL or, or he'll be out of action for a while, for sure. He didn't he even needs, leave on his feet, he, right? No, he, he, he left on a, on a stretcher. So he needs time. Um, and Marab seems like he's going to be an active guy. So if their timelines fit, um, I say make it happen. If they're not going to fit, then we'll see. I mean. There's guys that you can match up against O'Malley, but I'd say don't move O'Malley from where he is. Don't send him down. No. Keep him where he is. Um, if anything, fight a similar guy like next time. Fight someone in between 15 and 10. This I, is, I, 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 I do say that. This is an asterisk win for Marlon Vera. This is also an asterisk loss for Sean O'Malley. I agree. This I won't agree. go down as a clean-cut first and professional for, and loss for, Marlon for the guy. Vera, Put him in that spot that O'Malley would have been in. Yes. Give him that fight that O'Malley would have gotten. See where he goes with it. And then maybe in the future you make that matchup again when they're maybe soon to fight for a title or something like that. Because I do believe those two young guys will get up there one day. You ready for DC Stipe? No, I have no clue what's going to happen at all. DC Stipe next after this quick word from Tick Pick. I'm so bummed. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's probably gonna break up with you. He's definitely gonna break up with me. Should've used TickPick. Wait, what'd you say? TickPick. Look. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, TickPick. I thought you said TickPick. No hidden fees. Download today. Round one between Danny C and uh, Stipe Miocic. You thought I honestly thought that was the most exciting round number one we've seen all night. Yeah, between these definitely, two definitely. They, they didn't really uh, start off too slow. They kind of started striking pretty fast. Um, I feel like Stipe has been doing a good job of, at least in the beginning of the round, of throwing some strikes as DC tries to come in. Now he did catch DC with some good body shots and some good head shots, but DC at the end of the round there caught him with some heavy shots. So we'll see what happens in round two. And again, the narrative of the eye poking, three fights in a row. 
just three happened in round in one. Which initially, could... initially, my initial thought was that it was intentional. Again, and in looking at the replay, it looked like he was yeah. defending himself yeah. in the sense could of... Could play a big factor in this fight, though. If it happens again, it's a point against him. So that could definitely hurt him in later rounds. I think that might have been a round that Cormier was winning. And um, at the end, Stipe caught him with a right hook. You know, was chasing him and dropped him. Um, Jack, you told me that you thought that they should have stopped it there. DC was, you know, I think fighter instinct by just holding on, maybe even knowing that he, he had a little bit of time. He was defenseless for about five seconds. Like, timing was on his side once if again. If there was another this, 15 in seconds round. in the round, yes. I think it was would have been over. Uh, I think there, there was five seconds left on the clock when he was pounding him left and right. He wasn't even defending himself, and the referee gave him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know why. Stipe has to, in this third round, though, not be overly aggressive. He has to still work it. He won that round by dropping him. He now he has still to, looks phased. As we step, yes, start, but if uh, you get over, three. if you get overly confident and overly aggressive, you could get knocked out. DC's gonna start throwing bombs. He's got to be careful. Now, how much did DC recover? He could have recovered a good amount. Looks like his. I, he doesn't look like it. DC's left eye looks like it is swollen up a little bit. Um, we'll see if that affects him at all. I think another good hard blow to the head could be could be it. The moment the momentum has definitely he's gotta shifted. He's got to be careful. He's got it. Now he's just trying to be aggressive like he was in the first round. Yeah, Stipe's got to be careful, though. Anything can happen. See that left eye of DC? Stipe's going to make it a little bit of a, a brawl right here, I think. If DC's going out, he's going out in defiance right here in For round sure, number three. sure, definitely. Now, the one thing, if you're Stipe, don't let DC play his ground game right here. you got to keep it up, and you got to keep hitting him in the head. Body, head, body, head. I think it ends here in round number three. We got about, what, three and a half minutes left? Three I think it's over left. in round three. I mean, DC still looks dazed. We'll see, though. I mean, right here, he could be recovering, though. You know what I mean? Steve, even though Stipe is getting control time, DC could be recovering. He's resting right here. He, he's getting his weight. I would strike right now if I were Stipe. Oh, that's a bad body shot. Spinning elbow from Stipe. Creative by Stipe, though. I feel like you don't see him do that kind of creative moves. Which could be something he's worked on in the you know recent. Well, again, uh, he looks ten times more leaner than he did in the first two fights, as opposed to DC, who looks probably in the worst shape I've ever seen him in. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah. I mean, he's just biding his time right now. I I feel like he's hitting him with shots. Why is he choosing to clinch right now? If you're Stipe, you know what I mean. I feel like it's giving DC a little bit of time to 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 recover. I mean, maybe he's thinking he's going to wear on DC a little bit, tire him out so he can get that finish. Or maybe he's thinking maybe a finish off this clinch. You know what I mean? Um, interesting. Dominic Cruz saying that DC always takes the third round off. I was going to say, I, I should probably reiterate to, that. I think he has to in, in this fight. It's not an option, I don't think. Well, I'm shocked he's getting away with it. I feel like the momentum switched like a total 180. I, I know, but DC I, I think Stipe needs to keep... Round and a half. I, I don't... Yeah, I'm not sure why... And John Anik just said, you know, it's it, the, the decision to clinch so much this round. Um, I think you got to pour on the hands on, on DC. Can I like the three and a half minute mark? And, and now look, DC's kind of pressuring forward. I mean... Now he looks into it. He Cause, stole cause for about the I first three and a half minutes. I think he now recovered. he looks good. I think he recovered a decent. I mean, he doesn't amount. look good, but he looks better. I know. I think he. I think he recovered a decent amount. I, he looks though hesitant to get hit in the face, though. Like, he's squinting up, and, and I'm talking about Cormier. 
Still got to be careful in this clinch exchange. Big right hand. DC running away. Get away. He's got five. Yeah, it's over. He'll make it to the fourth round, but I don't think this is going the distance. Cormier, I feel like, again, like how they're saying how he takes the third round off. I don't know what the hell that means, but he definitely got away with this one because he looked dead to rights at the, in the final 10 seconds of round number two. What do you mean he claimed an eye That's poke? that elbow to the body. Yeah. That was big. Eye for an eye. Yeah, but you know what? He's eye poked Steve A. That's what three I'm saying. That's what I'm now, saying. So. Eye for an eye. And it is that eye that was swollen, so that's not going to help that swelling at all. DC saying he can't see. Is he? Is he? Is he playing into that a little bit? I mean, it was already swollen to begin with. Oh, jeez. But that eye was swollen to begin with. It was swollen before. Yeah, but like looking at it now, it's obvious. Yes. That he can't see. But like you from heard, an outsider's you heard perspective, me saying that you can before. That I said it at see. the beginning of round three. It was swollen. It was beginning to swell. It's not a matter of if at this point. It's a matter of when for DC. I, unless I mean, he can unless pull something can coast, out of that. Unless or, or he just coasts to to a decision and. Whatever happens, happens. But I think if you're Stipe, you got to take advantage right here, you know? Then again, we've said this in the first two fights and then one TKO, and then that was it. Exactly. So. Anything can change at any given moment. That's why I've been saying Stipe's got to be careful at the same time. But I think when he should have poured it on, he should have, you know? See, now, he's, he, now here I can understand going to the clinch. You know, you're in the fourth round. DC's probably recovered as far as how he's feeling with, you know, hurtness. Um control this clinch. Maybe get a nice strike off of it. Oh. See, why not target the eye if you're Stipe? Well, I would. I'd punch the shit out of it if I were him, but I, he can't. He's got to continue to keep the game plan, you know what I mean? I'd say he's winning this fight right now. He needs to keep doing what he's doing. It, it, it has worked so far. But I, I, I do agree with you. Definitely target the eye when you're going to throw to the head. Dan is literally fighting with one eye right now, right? For the most part, I mean, it looks like it. I don't know how much he can see. At, only he knows if you're Stipe. I mean, DC at this point, you at, at D, if you're in DC's point, you should just charge forward and just try and knock him out. You know what I mean? You, maybe you can make the argument that you won round one. I think you you lost round two and three. You're, I don't this, this rounds. <laughs> Big right from that Stipe. That was the knockout blow. Big right from DC, though. This is tough. Definitely a round he needs. And if he... I mean, there's no way to know. But if, if you feel like you lost this round, then you, the last round you got to make a complete brawl. Still a minute and a half. This one's far from over. Yeah. The way these first three rounds have gone. I'm shocked it's made it this far. I know. I know. I did predict this fight to go to the decision. We'll see if that happens. I mean, we have a, a minute 20 in the fourth and then a full fifth round. So. See, Miles Garrett agrees with me. This isn't going the distance. <laughs> Logan Paul agrees with me. Paris Hilton agrees with me. Actually, she just says she loves the UFC. But I see now how much Total is this clinch game? Comment. These guys are both taking big strikes. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised. They're both slowing down. I'm surprised tenfold. with the strikes that DC took in the second round that he... he, he basically fully recovered, I think. I mean, not maybe not fully, but he recovered. I mean, look at the significant strike ratio. It's basically even. Yeah. Miocic 18, Cormier but then 21. It go, then it probably goes to that, you know, who's controlling the pace, who's controlling the clinch, you know? And right now it seems to me that Stipe is. Um, not by a lot, though. 
every time I feel like DC's out of it, he comes out of the gate strong, like with something like that. I agree. He's definitely going out in defiance if he loses this fight. What it could be two two. It could yeah. be two two. Um, it depends on how they scored the first round. Obviously, I think that round you could have gave the DC, even though Stipe won the clinch for the most part and half the control. But um, it, maybe on a scorecard of one of the judges, it could be three one, and then I think. But most likely, it's probably two two. So this fifth round's big. <laughs> It's a typical Stipe Danny fight. Oh, jeez. This might be the best one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's most competitive because okay, yeah, the it's most back competitive and forth. fight for sure. I mean, it's back and forth. Let's say DC, then Stipe, Stipe, and now DC. Now it's coming down to that fifth round. And I agree with you. This is going to be just a total brawl in the fifth round. At this point, look, Miocic out, out uh, struck. DC, 29 to 12 in the first round. So It's good to see some sportsmanship, though. Yeah. These guys definitely will have respect for Cormier each other. It's not a Cormier-Jones fight. That's for sure. See, I feel like right now, if you're Stipe, you have more to lose in this fifth. DC, I almost feel like it's more all or nothing. Because you either have to Akimoto win the round. says 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. You either have to win the round or knock them out. You know what I mean? And... Staying with Stipe, but Stipe could win this decision, even already. See, I feel like DC DC starting to come on now. You know what I mean? Which is interesting. Stipe now just turned around, reversed the clinch. DC really recovered in that third round, even though he was taking some damage. He he recovered through Stipe doing that clinch work. Now I don't know if it was worth it, and I know I've said it a lot, but here we go. Stipe's tired. Oh, boy. They're both tired. Let's there have see been so many moments in this fight where I thought it could have been over. Oh, my God. Let's see if someone gets a trip with a takedown. It's looking close. They're tying up. It almost looks like they don't really want to strike with each other too, too much more. You could tell they both want to just get in a dominant position and almost ride out the rest of the round. These guys are both tired. I mean, they, they produced a high rate, though, the whole fight. I mean, they've been... See, they're saying five out of five takedown defense. Now, are they talking like Stipe's trying to get a takedown, like with a trip right now, or... Good, good exchange They're both the dead. Clinch. This is going to end in the next 30 seconds. They're both tired. Now, do they slow things down now with 50 seconds left, or is it just free-for-all at this I, point? I, I, I don't know. Let's, I, I mean, I think they want to clinch. 30 seconds to decide the heavyweight champion. 20 seconds left, and they're giving LeBron James a plug. It's like the biggest fight uh, of the year since COVID happened. You think 10 seconds, they'll break away and just strike? No, there's no way something big happens here. I'm shocked that this went to decision, though. I don't even know. I think Stipe won that last round. This is a typical Stipe DC fight. Wow. I have no idea. Went to decision. I told you it was going to the decision, I'm though. shocked that it went to decision. Yeah. I thought it was over in round they two. They both were tired at that was end. Was that though. round two when Cormier was getting smacked? In the final five seconds? Round two. I thought uh, it should have been stopped there. I'm shocked dropped. that the referee gave him a little bit of He almost got stopped there. in the beginning of the third. I, I, I don't even know. It's going to be a split decision. I think you can make the argument that DC won rounds one and four. I think they'll give it to Stipe. I think you can make the decision uh, that you can make the argument Stipe won rounds one, two, three, and five. I do think Stipe won that decision. Stipe won one and two for sure. No doubt in my mind. Uh, one and two, you think? Yes. 
I and think three too, right? Three again, like they said, the DC takes that one off. I feel like both those competitors took off a little bit. Three, there's nothing. There's not much action in three. Four, DC made me feel like he was back See, in it. In that second round, fifteen more seconds, and DC was knocked out. Ten eight, Joe Rogan says. That's if a good that's source. That's a ten eight round. If that's a ten eight round. Stipe without a doubt won, even if he lost rounds, like. If he got a 10 round, he could have lost three rounds. And it's a tie. Either way, I think that's it for DC. A, a loss for DC, I don't He's think. going out a warrior, too. That was yes. a hell of a 100%, fight. 100%. And, and awesome to see respect between them. I mean, at the end of the fight. But a loss for DC, I don't think there's anything left. No. A win, you could have made a super fight, maybe, if he, you offered him enough money. But we're about what, to see. What, is Francis going to like dig his grave? I feel like they wouldn't make that fight. All right, we're, let, we're about to find out. Let's see. I think it's going to be a split decision for sure. I think it's... I thought it was pretty clear. Steepa. DC knows. Look at him. Yep. See, he's pissed off, though. It's not even like he's satisfied he with that. He knew. Now he's leaving the octagon. He's not even going to have a post-fight interview. He knew. I think that was their best fight. 100%. I know, I know. The first two were TKOs. Super entertaining. That one was super entertaining. Because you thought that it could have, I mean, DC almost got finished. Stipe got rocked. That could have ended in round number two, but the fact that DC got that to a split decision, I, I think heart, that's heart, and it shows you the character and heart and skill of DC and the IQ. He was hurt and he did what he had to do to survive. That's why I almost said to you, it's do or die for DC. He really has to go for that knockout. I almost thought he should have just turned it into a little bit more of a brawl and moved forward. I know he was worried probably about getting rocked, but at that point, if you're down 3-1, it ain't mattering. You know what I mean? You have to you have to just go I think for the it. way he left the octagon right there as pissed off as he was was he knew. a defining moment. Yeah, he knew, but at the same time he's not walking away satisfied. I feel like that's not it. I don't I think know. that's the end of it. And, and DC said though that like if he lost and gave everything he had, he'd be okay with it. He did not look satisfied. And Dana there. White, I know, said though, DC wins. I think there's enough money to get him back. And he said, if DC loses, DC's gonna say, I don't want to go out like that. So it should be interesting to see what happens. He now, definitely didn't look satisfied with no, that performance no. at all. But maybe just in the heat of the moment. But yes. Who would he fight? That's the problem. He ain't I think Stipe's got again. Francis. I think he's got his hands full in this next do, fight too. And okay, so. Is he going to fight John Jones again? They can't see that. And it's not going to be a heavyweight. It's going to. Oh, DC's having an All right, interview. So DC and Joe Rogan, let's listen in. It is what it is. Yeah, but it would be a warning anyway. Stipe didn't do it again in the rest of the fight. Yeah, and he did it, to and him he did it three this, yeah. times. Once in this fight. And Stipe has eye problems too. So that's it. I hope DC can see out of his left eye. I hope it's not permanent damage now that I'm looking at it because it's looking like it's not moving around. Yeah. Um, I hope he didn't receive permanent damage from that. That'd be sad in his last fight. But I mean, it is immediate right now. Yes. You can't really tell, but yes. that's it. He just retired. Well, it makes sense, though, Jack, because think about it. He just lost a trilogy with, with uh, Stipe. He's already down 0-2 against John Jones. What else is there for him? And it makes sense. He's not going to fight someone. There's no one big enough unless Brock Lesnar, but that doesn't really make sense. Brock ain't coming back. Not for an exhibition. Exactly. I mean, maybe for DC, but I don't know how.
how likely that is. You know what I mean? And John Jones, he's down, so I don't know. And again, I feel like Stipe's next fight has to be Francis. We'll see if Joe Rogan kind of pokes at that in this interview. Stipe looks m looked more beat up after the second fight, which he won, than this fifth one. Yeah. Joe Rogan has a fanny pack. Must have sent it to Stipe Miocic. Yeah, I didn't see it there. Um, we won't see that when he goes to Spotify. No. No, unfortunately not. Well, happy birthday to Stipe on Wednesday, or the 19th, whenever the day that is. You got to think Francis is next. Yeah, 100%. Um, Unless he shocks the world and retires, too. No, I don't think... I think he would have did it there, because it makes sense. Um, I don't think... I think he's going to fight... I think he'll fight um, Ninganu, and then maybe like a Curtis Blades, and then uh, I mean, what else is there for him after that? You know, he again he, I, coming into this fight, if he got roughed up, and he sure as hell did, I don't think he's got more than one or two fights left in him. I don't think he wants to fight more. He than He definitely one or two should fights. take some time after that. He got hit with some hard shots. He should definitely take some time. Um, but. Phenomenal fight on both on the ha behalf of both fighters. Uh, I enjoyed that a lot. Crazy. Yeah, I don't think rounds three and four were enough for DC. Like I, you give I him all the Stipe, credit in the world for Stipe staying Stipe in there. I think he won round three. I think he won. In my opinion, I thought he won rounds one, two, three, and five. Yeah, the one only, and two for sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess three. You can make the argument that DC kind of turned it around a little bit. I mean, all Stipe was doing was intelligent fight by Stipe and heart by DC. That's what you saw there. You know, I was kind of surprised. I was kind of surprised of how much clinch game that Stipe implemented into his game. But well, even DC said in that post-fight interview, he saw a lot of things that he didn't see in the first two fights. Definitely, and maybe Stipe did that to switch it up a little bit. I think the, uh, Stipe did a great job of fixing or continuing to fix the problem in the first fight with that clinch and he almost got rocked a couple times in the first two rounds by DC um, with that clinch you know that overhand grapple that pummel and then the overhand right yeah um, and Stipe towards the end of the rounds contained that completely that's probably the biggest story right now after yeah, this fight I, hope, I, I do hope he doesn't have permanent blindness or anything but I couldn't imagine I mean, was he exaggerating, do you think? Total black? <laughs> or just blurry? Uh, it didn't look good. No, it didn't. It looked... However, looking at the replay... It looked blurry Looking at the slow-mo replay, it didn't look as bad as any of those uh, those jabs at Stipe's eye. I agree. I, I think... And Stipe has eye problems. Yeah. Listen, I think it was an initial thing. It was an immediate thing. Maybe it's black right now. I'm, I'm sure, like, on his way to the hospital, maybe it flares back up again. Like, I don't know. I think it was cloudy. Yeah. It would be sad, though, if it stayed cloudy. I would feel bad. Um, so Joe Rogan's now talking about John Jones going up to heavyweight to face Stipe, which was a fight we talked about on your podcast. Mm, while we're talking about it on the podcast right now, Mike, yes. Jones versus Miocic somewhere down the road? I, I, I don't know. definitely think we could see it. 100% um, we could see it. John, John Jones is bulking up. And actually, um, Dana White was asked about the light heavyweight division and they said he said that he's waiting to hear back from John Jones in that interview. So um I think either way Stipe has his work cut out for him. Oh for sure. That that his next yeah. opponent it might be his last. 
That's a hard fight. It doesn't and, look and, good for him at all. That's a hard fight. And and that's a striking fight. And Jones is good on the ground. I think that's... And Stipe doesn't have the reach in that no. fight. Like, that's a hard fight. That's a really hard fight. That's a different fight from DC. You know Who what I mean? You want John Bones Jones, arguably the most destructive force in MMA history, but or if do you he want beats, Francis? Oh, who to fight Stipe next? Yeah. This, this is what I think. I think you make Fran because uh, I, I think John could fight either Stipe or Francis. So I say you have John fight one more fight at light heavyweight. You have Stipe versus Francis, and then John will face the winner. Interesting. I, I do think you do that because uh, Dana White also said if John Jones is going to stay at light heavyweight, he has to fight Dominic Reyes again because the fight was so close. Who wants that though? Well, a lot of people I think would want to see it again just so that it's more of a definitive uh, decision, which I could understand. But you know, uh, then you could also say you know Stipe beat Ninganu before. Yeah, well, not before, but Nagano has developed since. You know, you could say that. And then, well, you know, then if Stipe beats him again, I mean, Nagano clears everyone out in the division. Yeah. Uh, who else is there for, for Stipe? Stipe deserves a big fight again. Um, and, and a John Jones fight would be, would be big enough. And I think even if Stipe lost to Nagano and decided to retire or take some time, you could make John Jones versus Ngannou, which is a crazy fight, uh, which is, I think, a bigger challenge for John Jones. That would be the ultimate, Ulti yeah, the ultimate fight to me. Fight I mean, in UFC heavyweight John, history. If John could control him on the ground, he could probably submit him or, or do some damage on the ground. Yeah. Um, and that, but the striking, obviously, you know how that goes with with uh, Ngannou. So that's a, it, it's all very very difficult. Um, matchups, but there's only one way to find out. I do think, though, John needs to clear that mist in the air um, with Dominic Reyes um, before he moves up. Just clear that out, because think about it. You clear that out, there's no questions. I mean, you cleared, you I think he everyone. would if there was a rematch. I feel like he'd finish him in a few rounds, maybe three rounds. I think, and then it's like, oh, why do we have this rematch? Well, that's the thing. I think, though, it'll be more definitive and John Jones... Like, John Jones tends to do better in rematches, which is crazy oh, yeah. because he, he wins That's in because the every fights. time he has the first round with somebody, like the first fight, it's like so close to the point where like, oh, maybe he could have beaten him. And then you have that second round and it's like, oh, he's just going to win. Well, him. that was the thing. I mean, in the third... Uh, or in the third... Uh, third, fourth, and fifth... Jones turned it around completely. He definitely won the fourth and fifth against Reyes, and that third was the question mark. I even thought he did all right in the second. Like, I don't know. I think that um, Jones does better as the fight goes on. So I think now he had a feel for Reyes. He could start that earlier and then carry it out. I think he does. Get, I think you're right. I think he gets the finish early. Yeah. And um, I think that would clear... Any question marks in that division? And now you can move them up. You got Jones Reyes. You got Jones Stipe, which they were hyping up on the post-fight comments. Or Jones Ngannou. Jones and Francis. Yes. You got a lot of, lot of a options. A lot of incredible athletes there against Stipe Miocic. Wins the trilogy with a unanimous decision in round number five, it looked like. Daniel Cormier's career is over, announcing his retirement. Hopefully his eyes 
all situated by the end of the night. You don't want to see any permanent damage there. For sure. And the only other fight that I'd want to see DC fight is Brock Lesnar. That is it. Otherwise, DC, you hell of a career. Hell of a career. You're retiring. There's no shame in that right now whatsoever. You fought your heart out. You showed a lot in this fight. It was a great fight. You, you entertained a lot of fans. Don't come back unless you're fighting Brock. Because there's no, there's no belt offering right now. There's nothing. Great career. But if you're going to fight anyone, fight Brock Lesnar. Here comes the pain. <laughs> come on. A, a week of uh, endings. The end of Daniel Cormier's career. The end of uh, Mikey Battaglino's stay at home yes, in New I, Jersey. I'll be gone tomorrow. Scranton, Electric City. Yep. You moved in today? How was that? Yeah, good. I moved my stuff in. Um, I, it, it, was, it was nice. I got excited. I was, you know, once you're there, you're like, oh, you know, I'm ready now. You know what I mean? Everything was moved in, walked around a little bit. Tomorrow I'll go walk around a little bit more, um, buy some stuff at the bookstore, and then uh, Monday's class, which I'm not too happy about. <sighs> Dude, less than 48 hours you have class. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Oh, my God. Dark days, dark days. Um, so this, uh, the next time we do this will be UFC 253. Correct. You're excited for that. Oh, so excited. So excited for that main event. So excited. That'll be via Zoom, unfortunately. Yeah, but it'll be all right. Um, we could get maybe some good visual for that if we get some good connection. Um, I don't know if they announced the undercard for that. I don't no, think they I'm have. only focused on the main event right now. Same, same. But I hope that they make that card a little bit stacked. Um, you know what's weird, though? They put the Woodley versus Covington fight on the 19th, which I think that fight could have went on the pay-per-view. Isn't the pay-per-view the 23rd? Yeah. Yeah, right? Maybe they needed a fight night. Fight night, uh, main event. Yeah. A coup. But I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for, for Woodley Covington, which we haven't talked about, which... Which we will. We will. We'll get yeah, there. We'll get there. Via satellite, via Zoom, <laughs> at college. Um, but yeah, a lot of fights coming up. UFC getting better and better and better. Stipe versus Danny C. DC, Daniel Cormier's career in the book. Stipe Miocic still, and I guess now the new proclaimed greatest heavyweight of all time in UFC history. This was episode 231 of the podcast live play-by-play from MMA Mike and myself, presented by Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network for professionals based in the city of Los Angeles. Do you believe in our teams? Do you believe? We do. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.